welcome to the Trinity Reformed Church Podcast. Exhortation by Larson Hicks on September 4th, Lord's Day Service. exhortation uh, before we confess our sins. And it comes from James chapter 1 verse 26, which says, if anyone thinks he's religious and does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. James says that the tongue is a world of unrighteousness, a fire set ablaze by hell itself that starts forest fires everywhere. James goes on to say that humans have managed to tame every animal, every kind of creature under the sun, but no one can seem to tame the tongue. The sins of the tongue are indeed manifold, and gossip is definitely one of the big ones. Scripture has a lot to say on the topic of gossip and slander. Proverbs 20 verse 19 says, whoever goes about slandering reveals secrets, therefore do not associate with a simple babbler. And so our exhortation this morning Um, is twofold. First, do not be a gossip, and two, do not associate with those who gossip. Throughout your life, you're going to be tempted in both directions, to be somebody who gossips, and also to be somebody who tends to lend an ear to hearing gossip. And so, let's answer a few questions. Let's look at scripture this morning and answer a few questions. One, what is gossip? Two, why do we gossip? Uh, Three, how can we stop gossiping? And four, how can we avoid associating with those who gossip? What is gossip? We already read Proverbs 20, uh, verse 19, whoever goes about slandering reveals secrets, therefore do not associate with a simple babbler. The word slandering is translated uh, as gossiping in other translations or whispering or tailbearing. Um, And then then Proverbs uh, chapter 11, verse 13, uses that same phrase, whoever goes about slandering reveals secrets. And it goes on to say, but he who is trustworthy in spirit keeps a thing covered. So this pattern of gossiping being somebody who reveals secrets, that seems like the the definition, uh, at least that the Proverbs is working with. So whenever you get together with your friends or or with your spouse, if the first item on your agenda to share is whatever secret um, info you have about other people, um, then you, my friend, are a gossip. That's, That's what it is. And it doesn't have to be literal secret, like, hey, I've, I've got a secret, you know, keep this between you and me. Um, that, it doesn't have to be that uh, just, to, just to qualify as gossip. So it can be speculation. Have you noticed how much time those two are spending together? I wonder if they're an item. Uh, you don't know for sure. Uh, so you speculate out loud about something that isn't public. You're trying to guess a secret and then reveal it to others. That's textbook gossip. So why do we, so that's what gossip is. What, why do we gossip? Proverbs 18, 18 says, the words of a whisper are like delicious morsels. They go down into the inner parts of the body. The temptation is real. When you hear a juicy piece of gossip, it can be almost irresistible not to lean in and listen. And it's empowering to know a secret. You feel like you're an insider, like you're in the know. People have to come to me if they need to know this valuable information. And that's why when you know that someone else has access to some secret, it's so tempting to try and pry it out of them. So this is one of the reasons why we gossip. 
Someone in the church community has lost their job. A teenager has gotten in trouble with their parents. A young man and a young lady were seen talking to each other alone. A pastor has stepped down from ministry. A marriage might be on the rocks. A family has a child in rebellion. You hear these things, you, you hear whispers of these things, and, and, and you want to know, or you want to speculate. The words of a whisperer are like a delicious morsel. Scripture says that juicy gossip is an irresistibly delicious treat. That's one of the reasons why we gossip. I see another reason, if we look in 1 Timothy, when Paul is talking about the younger widows who are idlers or lazy women, Paul calls them gossips and busybodies, going house to house, talking nonsense, and saying things they ought not to. It seems clear that these women were tempted into gossip by not having enough work to do. And Paul's solution, we can see that because Paul's solution to them is to marry, bear children, and manage their households, and give the adversary no occasion for slander. So sin, comes, sin often comes in clusters, like grapes, so gossip and laziness tend to go hand in hand. If you find yourself tempted to gossip, there's a really good chance that you're not busy enough with real work. So knock it off. Get to work and stop gossiping. How can we stop gossiping? Scripture gives two strategies, at least two strategies. <clears throat> the first is to simply refuse to participate. Proverbs 26.20 says, For lack of wood, a fire goes out, and where there is no whisperer, quarreling ceases. So if you're talking with some friends and someone wants to start gossiping, just don't participate. The temptation is to start to engage with the gossip and speculate further or maybe one-up them with another piece of your own juicy gossip. Uh, but just don't take the bait. And instead, just change the subject and you'll find that the fire dies for lack of wood. You short-circuit the gossip pattern. The, se the second way that scripture says we can stop gossiping is to pray for help. In Psalm uh, 141, verse 3, David, David asked God to, to set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips. If you know you're going, in, going to be tempted, you're going into some situation where you're going to be tempted, some social setting, um, ask the Lord to set a guard over your mouth. And I love how in this passage, David clearly seems to understand what, what James, what we read earlier from James, um, what he's saying about the, the tongue being impossible to, to tame. He knows his weakness, and he doesn't, he doesn't even, he doesn't ask the Lord, hey, you know, Lord, would you please help me, um, help me to have the self-control to stop gossiping? He, he actually prays that the Lord, he asks the Lord to guard his, to, the Lord himself to set a guard over his mouth and, and ask the Lord, don't let anything evil come out of my mouth. Finally, how can we avoid associating with those who gossip? Well, the main way is obvious. Don't hang out with people who you know are gossips. When you identify an acquaintance uh, who always gossips, just avoid spending time with them. That's pretty simple. But sometimes it isn't so easy. Maybe it's your spouse or a sibling or a next door neighbor. What do you do then? Well, it's kind of like praying for God to destroy your enemies. God can answer that, that prayer in two ways. He can accomplish that in two different ways. One, he, he can literally destroy your enemies, and that's, that's an answer to prayer. Uh, but the other way, and the, the way that he often does that, that maybe we, we don't like as much, um, is he can convert your enemies and turn them into friends. And either way, his, 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 his purposes are accomplished and your enemies are destroyed. And so in the same way, you can pray in that kind of situation 
Um, you can pray for the Lord to give you success in confronting the sin of gossip with your friend uh, or with a family member. And these are the kinds of prayers that our God loves to hear. Uh, he's a good father. He gives good gifts. And when we pray, Lord, would you help me to confront this sin um, of gossiping uh, with me and my friends or my family? He loves answering those kinds of prayers and blessing us. Thanks for listening. If you want to find out more, check out our website at trinityreformedkirk.com. That's trinityreformedkirk.com. Oh,